This is episode number three of the Squiggly Cactus Show. Uh, today I'm joined by my wife and her friend and my friend, I guess a mutual friend you could say, uh, Alexandra Garabedian from Fresno, California. Um, so I'm just going to let you all go ahead and introduce yourselves. Uh, you can go ahead first, Shaylee. Hi, I'm Shaylee. I'm Hollis's wife. I'm in graduate school to be a speech pathologist, and that's where I met Alexandra at. Okay, go ahead, Alexandra. I'm Alexandra, and Shaylee, and now Hollis's friend. I'm glad you called me a friend, because last week you said we weren't. But like Hollis said, I'm from Fresno, and I'm in graduate school to be a speech pathologist. So great. So I have a couple questions for y'all. Um, we won't be here doing this very long, just trying to get some guests on my podcast, and y'all two are uh, the first two. So um, just to begin with, you, as stated, you're from Fresno. Um, why are you a Fresno State football fan? Why is this your first question? Because I'm not just, surprised. This is just where we had to start with. So I'm so glad. Okay. Um, I lived in Fresno my whole life, and there's no other professional teams in Fresno. So Fresno State football means a lot. My mom's whole side of the family helped build the football stadium. So I'm like a fourth generation Bulldog fan. And a side question: Why are you a Nebraska turned Kansas football fan? Okay, so the reason I'm turned is because Nebraska is awful. Um, the reason I was a Nebraska fan to begin with is just one day scrolling through the channels. I was like 12. Nebraska was playing Washington. Taylor Martinez was lighting him up his, his freshman year. And I was like, you know what? Why not like a school that I'll never see in my life? So, so why I'm a Nebraska fan. And while we're on why we cheer for our college football teams, why are you an LSU fan? Um, I'm an LSU fan because of Joe Burrow and Coach O. I heard Coach O say, go Tigers. That had me hooked. Sweet. Um, while we're still talking about Fresno, Alexandra, what is your outlook for the rest of the season for the uh, Bulldogs? You know, they, they just came off a pretty good win over San Jose State after four consecutive losses, including one to UConn. Um, what do you think they're going to do the rest of the year? Thanks for that UConn reminder. You're Makes welcome. me feel great. Um, so San Jose was supposed to be the best team in Mount West offense-wise. So I'm excited about the win. We're heading to Albuquerque for UNM on Saturday. So last time I said that if we didn't beat UConn, I don't know what I would do. But really, we have to beat UNM. Um, but the rest of the schedule doesn't look too bad. Um, I don't know if we'll win a Mountain West division title or the championship. But I think guys are getting healthy. We're on the right track. Logan Fife scored his first touchdown or passing touchdown. So... I'm hoping positive, but who knows? You never know. Sweet. Yeah, San Jose State is actually sitting first in their uh, division um, of the uh, Mountain West, so beating them helps out a lot. Um, now, I know we talk about tailgating and stuff a lot, so um, what's your favorite tailgating dish slash drink? Well, um, my tailgate's not like many others. It's like a five-course meal, and I sent it to Shaley. I don't know if you've seen a Hollis. Yes. Um, but we start with like typical appetizers. So like a seven layer taco dip, um, like normal tips, that sort of thing. And then we move to hors d'oeuvres. So this past week we had sauerkraut and chicken sausage crab cake type things, homemade sausage. What else did we have? Shaylee, what else did I send you? Do you remember? Did you have lamb chops this week? Yeah, that's the last thing. So oh, we're talking after, about lamb chops now. That's what I Yeah. Care. 
So then you move from hors d'oeuvres to the main meal, which is always tri-tip, my mom's rice pilaf, three types of salads, bread. We had meatballs this week, too. Then you move to dessert. And then as you're cleaning up, we get lamb lollipops. I've never had one, but I've heard they're very good. Sweet. Very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So now that we're done kind of with the football thing, you know, I don't want to make fun of you anymore because, you know, UConn did beat Fresno Thanks. State. So I think we're going to we're gonna move on from that now. Um, both y'all did mention that you're in graduate school to get your SLP degree, master's in your SLP. Um, starting with you, Shaylee, what, what made you pursue the SLP degree? That's a really great question. Um, I didn't want to pursue an SLP degree at first. I actually was pursuing animal science, and I realized there's no jobs. I mean, there is, but not for me. And Granny, my grandmother, told me to try it, and I tried it. And the first class was the hardest class I'd ever taken, and I just got hooked. And plus, with migraine and having Parkinson's, I learned that I really like neuroscience, and it's just something that I found that I really was good at. Same question to you, Alexandra. What 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 made you pursue the SLP? So when I was younger, I went to speech therapy, and I went basically from three to like eight years old. So when I was four, I told my mom I wanted to be just like my speech therapist, and. I haven't looked back since. Um, I had a slight phase in high school where I wanted to become the next Aaron Andrews, but my mom told me that I should just become a speech pathologist. So I listened, and I mean, it worked out. So it hasn't been a bad decision, but I really, like, on a sincere note, I would love to give back to the field. But it helped me so much because, believe it or not, as a kid, I did not talk. Boy, if we could go back to those times. But um, anyways, if once you do get your degree, uh, your master's degree, what is what is your goal as an SLP? And Alexandra, you can go ahead and answer this first. So I would love to work with the little ones, um, like elementary school age kids. So probably in a school setting or private practice. Um, give me all the pretty pretty princess and candy land and pop the pig opportunities but i do love kids but i'm also the type of person to not handle them for eight hours a day which is why i'm not a teacher same question to you shaley what what what's your goal once you do receive your degree um prior to starting the practicum i'm in now i want to be a school speech pathologist especially elementary middle school high school all of them i want to be in the small school But since starting this new practicum, I really, really like working with adults. So my goal is to be a school-based speech pathologist Monday through Friday. And then on the weekends and during the summertime, be PRN, which means per needed pretty much. I would like to go to hospitals or skilled nursing facilities. And... um... One of the last questions I have is, if you weren't an SP, what would you be? You can go ahead and answer this, Shaylee. If I wasn't an SLP, I would probably be a detective. Interesting. Okay, Alexandra, that got a little rise out of you. So what what would no. you be if you weren't an SLP? Getting to know Shaylee, you should be a great detective. Um, yeah. Like I said, I would love to be either a sports broadcaster 
um, on the sidelines or running a college athletics department. Elaborate on that last part. I, I, that's interesting to me. I love the business side of athletics. Like, I just think it's very interesting, which I know sounds silly, but I wouldn't want to work game days, but I would love to be like in the thick of it during like national signing day and all of that, like get me fall camp. Let me see spring ball. Um, and then also seeing how like, I mean, college football is where the money is for the most part in college athletics, I guess, besides like your big basketball juggernauts, but at least at Fresno State, like football is where the money is. So I would love to just run an athletics department. I'm going to add to that. Okay, go ahead. You... I think you'd be great in charge of Greek life, <laughs> like at Fresno State. Oh my God. <laughs> like be the my... Greek life person. You know, I thought about it, but I realized I didn't want to deal with the police getting called saying, you have a noise complaint. But in my past life, before graduate school, I was a sorority girl. Nobody's surprised. But yes. So uh, my final question is, uh, what advice would you give someone who would want to pursue the same degree as y'all are pursuing? And uh, Shelly, you can answer first. Don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, please say don't. My advice would be not to give up. It truly is one of the hardest things you'll ever do, especially the coursework, the clinical work. It's nonstop. But at the end of the day, like one example that I have is I have a client who has aphasia, which is caused by a stroke, and it's a total loss of language. She hasn't been able to say her daughter's name for six months and we've been working and working and working and the other day she said I love you for the first time in six months and all those tears and all those bad days of graduate school paid off just because of that and every day you have a moment like that perfect well what advice would you give someone uh, Alexandra I just have to say Shaley thanks for making me tear up that was sad that was very cute um like Shaylee said, I know we joke about saying, like, don't go to grad school. And it truly is the hardest time of your life. But it's where you also find yourself. I mean, Shaylee knows this. Like, when I started out, I was not the same person. And then I moved to Portales and met Shaylee. So, I mean, now I'm now we're attached to the hip. But I would also say just keep pushing. And I know everyone says that. But if you think you can't do it, grad school will show you that you can so like Shaylee and I last semester had 28 yeah mm -hmm. 28 exams 28. that we took in four to five days and sat like saying that sounds insane but we did it we lived we passed and we moved on but never give up keep going and like Shaylee said there's always going to be like a reason for you continuing and I think that's just what has to like, we have to see through grad school that we're always going to be making a difference. Perfect. So that's kind of going to be it um, for this interview, if you say. Um, I appreciate both y'all coming on and giving y'all's opinion and just talking about y'all's journey. Um, hopefully it reaches somebody and they can learn from it. Um, any, any last words y'all want to say? Thanks for having us on. And if you don't I know what pathologist is, 
Google it. <laughs> um, I feel honored to be one of your first first guests. You should. We we joked about this months ago, so seeing it come to life, it's been fun. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to be uh, episode number three of the Squiggly Cactus Show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Subscribe, like, share. Thank you.